It was a frustrating night down at Citizens Bank Park last night as the Phillies fall 3-1 to one to the Detroit Tigers. This is Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is May the 1st, Wednesday, May the 1st. Happy May Day as we head into May. Coming off of Phillies' loss, sadly, but the Phillies still in first place in the National League East at 16 and 13, a game up in the division now. So nice to see them head into May in first place, though. Frustrating, frustrating loss last night. A Tigers team coming to town that, to be very frank about it, is not very good. A uh, a team that lacks a lot of talent, which is usually pretty important when it comes to winning baseball games. But the Phillies certainly made them look better than they were last night. A 3-1 to one fall for the Phillies as just all around uh, a disappointing effort. Velasquez only makes it through three and two thirds innings. Can't get out of the fourth inning. Gives up three earned runs, seven, uh, six hits, seven strikeouts, three walks. Uh, Old school Venny just unable to make it uh, through the, uh, you know, through five innings, six innings, whatever. It It was very frustrating to watch. Did have some nice stuff, uh, as we saw from the seven strikeouts, but that's classic Vinny. Can't make it out of the fourth inning, but he struck out seven guys. He also walked three. That is a classic Vincent Velasquez line. Certainly a guy who, so far this season, has been really good for the most part, an ERA under two coming into the outing. But last night we saw the old school Vinny, so that was frustrating to see for someone who's been pretty good so far. And, you know, I, I've said many times over and over and over and over and over and over again that I'm not going to buy into Vincent Velasquez until I see him do it for a prolonged period of time. And, uh, I, you know, you see starts like last night and it, it makes you feel like that's the right approach. And I, I'm not expecting Vincent Velasquez to be anything more than the guy he's been the last few years until he does it for more than four starts, five starts, six starts in a row. So... Right now, unless uh, Vinny can rebound quickly, I'm I'm certainly not going to feel incredibly confident with him as the fifth starter. But again, I, I you know look, he's had one bad start this season. That was his first bad start last night. It's just with someone like Velasquez after the last few years, I just have a shorter rope because he has uh, consistently shown us flashes of the upside of the talent, and then just as consistently reverted back to the guy he was prior to those flashes. So a big start in my eyes for Vinny is next outing uh, would be against the Cardinals next week. So uh, I hope that uh hope we get a better Velasquez because I, I, I the stuff's there. We all see it. The, the fastball is was a great fastball. It's a really high end fastball. He has stuff, but just uh, again and again and again and again, uh, it doesn't seem to put it together, doesn't seem to trust the stuff, and always runs into issues. Offensively yesterday, also a major issue is, don't get me wrong, I like Spencer Turnbull, the rookie right-hander the Tigers rolled out there last night. He's a really talented young pitcher. He's fun to watch, but the Phillies could get nothing going against the rug, nothing going against a mediocre Tigers bullpen as the Phillies only get one run, they get it in the first inning and then go dormant for the next eight. Only four hits all game. Four. They got four hits the entire game. Just, a, again, a really 
disappointing, frustrating effort from your fills as uh, they just didn't get up for last night's game. You know, they, they let the Tigers walk in here on a beautiful night for baseball, and they just said, sure, you can have this one. Yeah, we're not feeling it tonight. That's what it felt like. It's frustrating to watch. Phillies ultimately fall 3-1. to one. I will say, uh, oh, and, and one thing I have to mention real quick, the, the, the error in the third inning, which ultimately led to the three-run inning, it could have been no runners on and two outs. Instead, you had a runner on second and one out. A uh, pop-up that Reese Hoskins and Cesar Hernandez just completely um, both whiff on. They both, uh, I, I don't know whose fault it was. It was hard to tell. Um, a lot of people seem to blame Reese for it. It looked to me like that should have been Cesar's ball, but either way, neither guy gets under it. Neither guy can see it. I don't know what happens, but the ball ends up dropping in between them, closer to Reese, but drops in between them, ends up being a double or an error, double, whatever you're going to call it. Uh, but ultimately uh, ends up leading to a three-run inning, and it was uh, really, really a, a tough watch in the moment, and watching how it played out after was... It's like a horror film. <laughs> the, the the mistake leads to the death. Uh, and and that was all she wrote after that. Just to really, this team has really had some big gaffes in the field the last few weeks. And most of them involve Cesar Hernandez. And that's something we're going to be talking about a little bit when we get some concerns with this team. But it was certainly last night a, a major issue and led to a beginning. Um, but I will say, Citizens Bank Park is the best. I was down there for the game last night. We went with a group of listeners for the WIP Midday Show. And, you know, even though the Phillies didn't show up, it was a blast down at the ballpark. It's just a great place to watch a game. There's no bad seat in the house. And it's just, you know, the, the going. there's nothing like going to a baseball game. There's nothing like the live experience of going there and the fresh cut grass and the sounds and the smells and the fans. And it's just a really awesome experience. So... Um, I, I felt lucky I got the opportunity to be down there last night. Even though they lost, it was a hell of a time. So I just wanted to shout out Citizens Bank Park. Sometimes we can get complacent and uh, and not you know, properly recognize the fact that we have one of the best stadiums in all of Major League Baseball right here in our town for our team. And uh, I just I try not to forget it as much as possible. And certainly when I was down there last night, I was very constantly reminded of what a great place it is to go watch a baseball game and, and a step further, what a great sport baseball is to go and watch live. It doesn't get much better. All right. Um, we've been pretty optimistic on this show for the most part this season. I, I generally, I feel pretty good about this team. I felt pretty good about the team coming in. We've certainly seen some things to worry about and all that, but as I've said many times, I'm a, a, a preacher of patience when it comes to baseball, and I do think that I really try and not overreact to the first couple months of the season. Is just like last year, a perfect example of Phillies team that was in first place, you know, near August, and uh, and just collapsed completely. And and so many things can change, but I, I, I do uh, I try and and not get too. Um, you know, I try and give larger sample sizes than a month or two to, to overreact to things. But, um, and as a result, I think I do skew towards the positive, especially because I believe in the players on this team and in the team in general as a team with a lot of potential. But I wanted to, to spin it around today. And uh, after a really, as I keep saying, I can't come up with a much better word than frustrating loss last night where 
the team just didn't show up against a Tigers team that's just worse than they are. A Tigers team that at home, you got a two-game series, you should you should win both games. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a series you should be able to sweep. A two-game series against a bad Tigers team, you win those. And last night they didn't. They played bad baseball, unable to get anything going against pitchers they should be able to get things going against as we discussed velasquez a real disappointing effort um so i i figured why not let's take a look and, and kind of flip it around and, and not just totally skew towards the optimism and and talk about some things that there are real cause for concern about and as i i mentioned i'm not someone who maybe necessarily is going to get too concerned about some of these things or more concerned than other people or less concerned than other people will, I should say. But I do think they're worth discussing and at least kind of pointing out of, of things to, to highlight should they continue to be a problem over the next couple of months of the season. And, and I think the first one to mention is something we saw play out last night and it's been a night to night thing is just the, the general inconsistency of this team on a day to day night to night basis. We just see them take three of four from the Marlins after losing the first game to the Marlins. Like, so they, so they lose two to the Mets and the nine, nothing game. That second game is the, the worst performance of the season for this team. After Harper gets ejected the day before, then they come back and they have the six, nothing win, including the re slow trot. If anything you would think would get a team jazzed up and rolling, it's the slow trot that Reese did in that moment and then they come and they lose it home to the marlins and then they turn around they win three straight from the marlins and then they lose to the tigers at home it just feels maddening it feels like this team can't seem to get on any sort of a roll and yes they're 16 and 13 they're in first place in the division uh, it's not time to panic or anything but it is interesting and frustrating how there really haven't been any Long winning streaks, long losing streaks. They they win three, they lose a couple, they win another two, they win, they lose, they win, they lose. Like it's just been a, a little um, tough to to read this team from a night to night basis. As one night the offense goes nuts, and then the next three nights they put up one run or zero or whatever. It's just it's a really inconsistent team so far this year. And again, we're talking about being twenty nine games into the season. We're talking about being just through the month of April. There is so much baseball left to be played, so that is a caveat that hangs over all this. But I do think that if you're looking for something to, to you know, as we're discussing concerns right now, I do think the fact that they can't seem to string together multiple good performances in a row is something to worry about. Not not on any major level again a month in a season, but I think it's something to to, to keep an eye for and. See if it's a trend that continues or see if it's something where it's just a, uh, a small sample size uh, mystery that, that is not necessarily something grounded in fact. So I think it's going to be something interesting to monitor. We have not seen them show consistency night to night, and that's something I'd like to see. But again, it's a, 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 a not a huge concern at the moment. But as you get deeper into the season, as every game matters, you do need that consistency. You need that ability to win two, three, four, five in a row if you need it. And uh, right now, I don't know that the Phillies are there, so that's something to monitor. All right, coming up, we'll dive into a few more concerns. And again, nothing that I'm freaking out about, but there are things that, that are worth talking about in this flipping around from the optimism to the pessimism type of conversation. And then uh, also, uh, we will look ahead to tonight's matchup with the Tigers and beyond, as well as 
a special achievement in baseball yesterday that we'll get to as well coming up. It's Phillies Today. It's James Seltzer. We're coming right back. We are back. Phillies Today, James Seltzer. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll look ahead to tonight's matchup with the Tigers. Aaron Nola against Daniel Norris later tonight. But first, let's continue looking at some of the, the causes for concern. And again, I, I feel like I have to say it over and over again. So I'll say it one more time and then I'll be done with it. But the caveat of, of we are only a month into the season and I'm not freaking out about anything. But these are areas where worth monitoring and, and things that if, if they don't right themselves could turn into a real issue for this team. Uh, we discussed the inconsistency inconsistency night tonight let's look at a few more specific concerns i think one very clearly look you can't have a, a discussion about causes for concern with this phillies team and not bring up aaron nola right now as we discussed the era over five he has been really bad uh compared to what we expected and, and granted the last couple starts have been better six and two-thirds only one run against the marlins the numbers were pretty good but he just hasn't looked like the same guy as last year there hasn't been that same type of movement on the ball the same type of deceptiveness the same type of weak contact people have been able to square him up more so um, I am one who believes that Nola will be fine. I don't think we'll see the high-end, high-end ace we had last year. This season, I think maybe he pitched too many innings last year or he just can't get back to that point. But um, I, I'm not expecting ace, ace, ace Nola, but I'm expecting him to be the ace of the team and I'm expecting him to still be really good. And I, I'm not too worried about Nola, but... You certainly have to take notice. The pitches haven't moved the same way. He's, you know, struggled to get guys out the same way. So certainly um, a cause for concern. There's no question. And a big start for him tonight, as we mentioned, you know, you can't lose to it under the Tigers. You just can't. That's unacceptable. So you need Nola to go out and give you something tonight. And it's a good matchup. It's a bad team he's facing, you would hope that we can get something out of Nola tonight. But certainly, look, you have to be somewhat concerned about Nola. I still feel good about him getting back to an area or a you know, place that will be a major asset for this team, but um, certainly cause for concern. Um, speaking uh, singing with the pitching, how about the, uh, the back end of the bullpen? I think a clear cause for concern, not necessarily an issue last night or anything, but Hector Neris has done a, a fine job when asked to close, but he also is terrifying when doing so you can't feel confident in any moment he's in there it's always a high wire act and you know other than adam morgan who has been a a beast has yet to allow a run this season still in may yet to allow a run um other than adam morgan i I just don't think there are a lot of guys in this pen you can trust you know you hope to have robertson back soon but he's got to earn some trust with us we haven't seen him do it here um obviously pat neshek is a nice pitcher but I think in certain situations hasn't really been as good as we had hoped and also doesn't really go back to backs and all that type of stuff. And, uh, and Sir Anthony, I, I still uh, hope we'll get back to where he was last year, but uh, so far the season has not been as nasty as, as dominant as he was last year. So I think the back end of the bullpen, an area that um, is absolutely worth being concerned over. And, and I think that ultimately an area where they, they will do something to try and, bulk it up and and kind of fortify it um spit one more thing with the pitching look we mentioned it before but but uh velasquez is your fifth starter i i don't think you can feel great about that either and i know that he's been better way more than not this season in a very small sample size but when we see starts like not last night when we see vincent 
do the type of things that that caused him to struggle in the past it's a cause for concern i don't think there's any other way to say it i I hope for the best but i'm not confident about it um all right another in my mind huge cause for concern uh, and we've seen it play out over the last few few nights and and really the last couple weeks as we discussed with cesar hernandez but i think you have to be concerned about the defense right now and the defense is definitely better than last season and and i think we all maybe inflated our belief of what the defense can be because we expected it to be better than last season because last season was a historically horrendous defense. But defense isn't very good. It is is costing them runs and games potentially. I mean, Rees is a black hole at first base. Cesar is like Chuck Knobloch all of a sudden. Some sort of mental you know, block going on there. It seems like he's terrified to have the ball hit to him. It seems like... He can't see the ball in the air. I, I just, I don't know what's happening there. So uh, I think the defense is something where it's certainly better than last year, but they are still woefully um, underperforming there. And I think that's something that is a major cause for concern in a team that can't really avoid to, you know, give up runs, extra runs, a team with pitching that um, isn't good enough to, to give up free runs. Um, is something to watch is the defense needs to tighten it up. And, and certainly look that there are some deficiencies from a talent perspective. Hoskins, a, a clear example, but Cesar making the boneheaded plays he's make, they can't give free runs away. It's one thing if you're just not good enough defensively. It's another thing if you make blatant mistakes and, and give up free runs. So that's something that certainly bears monitoring. And then the last concern, and it's a, kind of a, a twofold, is is a part and parcel. One being the the cold spells from this lineup, and and I think general underachieving nature of this lineup, and I think that also calls into question John Maley. So let's start with the lineup and the prolonged sense for cold spells. We've seen it most notably with Segura out of the lineup. Segura has, has made a difference when he's in there. He's been a a constant um, positive. And they've scored more runs when he's in the lineup, decidedly, as we discussed yesterday. But this lineup is way too talented to have as many one-run or no-run showings as they seem to have. I mean, last night, a perfect example of of four hits against a Tiger staff that is just okay. Unable to get anything going, and it really does seem like there's no one other than Seguro who's been, you know, consistent night to night, every night. You think that guy's going to to get it done. There are very few guys. They've had a lot of guys who have had solid seasons so far, but Harper's underperformed on a night to night basis. Hoskins has been great and probably the guy you trust the most, but uh, McCutcheon, a really great player. These guys have all played really well, but it does seem like they can all go cold at the same time on certain nights. They can all seem to, um, it doesn't seem like there's any in certain spots, anyone to pick them up, anyone to get it going. And it's frustrating because the talent is there. It's very clearly there. And and on certain nights, it just doesn't seem to live up to it. And I I think you have to, to question John Maley, right? You have to look at it and say, all right, well, Who's in charge of the offense? And and Maley is a guy who we had questions about his hitting coach last year. And look, I, I this is an offense that is way too talented to have a lot of the nights they do. It's way too talented to be as inconsistent as they are. It's way too talented. 
And at a certain point, and not yet, look, we're still early in the season, but at a certain point this season, if these types of issues continue, there's going to be nothing else to do but to call for John Maley's job. Again, I don't think we're there yet, but considering last year wasn't a a sterling first season with the club in, in many's eyes, and then so far this season, I think Maley is someone who really needs to get his act together and, and someone who could really stand to uh to up his production obviously um he's not the one out there hitting but uh you know i'm i'm not gonna lie if i uh if i i would be lying if i told you i haven't thought about uh at least questioning the job he's doing and and i think that's something that to take into consideration is this lineup is is too good to have as many cold spells as they have i think that is very clear all right uh coming up in a minute we'll look ahead to tonight's game and beyond but first last night Pretty cool uh, moment baseball history-wise as C.C. Sabathia, who feels like he's been around forever, still going, the the big man, the big left-hander last night, became the 17th player in the history of baseball to strike out 3,000 hitters in his career, uh, joined the Fame 3,000 Strikeout Club. Pretty cool. One of those clubs that you weren't sure you would see Someone joined again just because of the lack of innings people pitch, the, um, you know, uh, overinflated bullpens, all that stuff. It, it's just hard. You don't see a lot of guys who last long enough and then pitch enough innings to get those strikeouts. Uh, you know, you rarely see guys with over 300 strikeouts in a season anymore. But um, Sabathia joins the club, and, and shout out to CC. I've always enjoyed watching him pitch. Uh, really uh, awesome list. Nolan Ryan, of course, the the top dog when it comes to strikeouts with 5,714. Almost a 1,000 more than any other player, which is just insane. Number two, Randy Johnson, the number one left-hander on the list, obviously. Uh, and then Roger Clemens right behind those. Uh, and how about lefty Steve Carlton, fourth all-time. Those are the only four guys who are over 4,000 strikeouts. Burt Blylevin after that. Did you know Burt Blylevin had 3,701 strikeouts in his career? That is a crazy number. Tom Seaver right after him. Don Sutton, all Hall of Famers of our, uh, other than Clemens, of course, for obvious reasons. Gaylord Perry, I didn't realize he had that many strikeouts. 3,534. Walter Johnson, Greg Maddox. It's funny that Maddox got to uh, the 3,000 strikeout club when he was someone who was he was such a control guy, and people didn't really think of him as a strikeout guy, but my man struck out some batters very clearly. Phil Necro, after him, Ferguson Jenkins, an underrated all-timer. Pedro got there, 3,154. Bob Gibson, of course, a high-level All-Famer. Kurt Schilling, another one not in the Hall of Fame for obvious reasons. John Smoltz, and then C.C. Sabathia. That's the list. Those are the only guys in the history of the sport who have struck out 3,000 or more guys in their career. That's very cool. Very, uh, a very impressive list to be on, as you, as you heard. Roger Clemens and, uh, and, uh, Roger Clemens and, um, well, obviously CC Sabathia and then, uh, Kurt Schilling, the only three people not in the Hall of Fame on that list. CC, I'm sure will get there someday, but Clemens and Schilling there for obvious divergent reasons, steroids and, uh, and, and uh, the stuff he says. So uh, either way, a list of all Hall of Fame level players. So shout out to CeCe. All right, tonight, big one in my eyes. The Phillies uh, the Phillies can't lose two at home the Tigers. I know that in the grand scheme of things, losing two games in April isn't, or May, now that we're May, a game in April and a game in May isn't that big a deal. But 
I just think they need to beat the Tigers at home. The Tigers not a good baseball team. They didn't show up last night. I feel like they show up tonight. Daniel Norris on the lefty. Philly should be able to mash him. They hit lefties well. I think they show up. Norris is a really talented young left-hander, but I think they show up. And I, I, I just got a feeling that we're going to see a really good Aaron Nola performance tonight. I think that the Nola turnaround starts tonight. He seems to be starting to get back to where he needs to be. I think we see him finally start to put it all together tonight. I think we get a big Nola performance. And tomorrow we will be talking about a win fingers crossed at least either way we will be back to talk tomorrow so thank you for listening to phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network